Smash Theory. Hello and welcome to a Smashing Theory, the ultimate prediction podcast for Super Smash Bros. and other video games. I'm Daniel. And I'm Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey. Sakurai fucked our shit up last week. He sure did, as he does. (laughs) As he is wont to do. It's it's Sakurai Core, really, to, to fuck up our shit. Yes, Sakurai Core is streaming from your apartment using two controllers, and fucking over a Smashing Theory, <laughs> the ultimate Smash Bros. prediction podcast. I mean, I'm, I'm, my shit is fucked, but I'm not fucked over. I, I'm kind of fucked over, <laughs> but we'll get to that later. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, boy, we, we got some Smash news. Yep. We got some Smash news, and we'll talk about it. But first, some, pred- uh, some corrections. <laughs> Uh, from Can't you remember what they're called? That's why we should some get pred- rid of them. Some productions. Uh, uh, some corrections from last week, last episode. Right. From two weeks ago. First off, Crazy Tracy from Link's Awakening was renamed to Just Tracy in the uh, Switch remake. That's a good move. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Fa- I, I think phasing that kind of thing out, yeah, just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Swinging a Bow Wow around on a chain is already a weapon for Link in Hyrule Warriors 1. That's cute. Yeah. Good. I I used that weapon, I think. It was it was really great. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, but I forgot about it. Uh I said that all the Super Nintendo online games released in September were less interesting than Donkey Kong Country 2. Mm-hmm. So we didn't talk about them. But an import of Mario Super Picross is pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, particularly if you're if you're a Picross fan. Yeah, um, yeah. There, there was this there was a Mario Picross game released like all the way back in like the nineties right. for the Super Nintendo uh, in Japan mm-hmm. and nowhere else. <laughs> uh, but they put on the on the United States version of uh, of Nintendo Switch Online. That's cool. It's a yeah. piece of gaming history. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's neat. I I haven't I haven't really touched. SNES online at all very recently <laughs> but uh but i am intrigued in popping that back open just to check out mario super picross nice. and donkey kong country too yeah I, I started a dkc2 playthrough that i'd like to finish okay. uh now that i've with uh, heavy abuse of the rewind feature beaten dkc1 <laughs> i'm looking forward to doing the same thing for the sequel yeah yeah rewind feature is so nice it's great Scrubs like us can finally beat Donkey Kong games. Okay, so those were the corrections. Right. Now we should do some rewinding of ourselves. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, 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 hold, on, hold on. Hi, I'm Sean. I'm no. 10 years old. Oh, God. No. To a smashing no, theory. You rewound too much. Ah! <laughs> I love I love that when Sean was ten, he just he just screamed. <laughs> yeah. He just he just yeah. made mouth noises, <laughs> especially during math class. That was just me <laughs> screaming, Sean. Uh, Mr. Francis, what is three plus three? <laughs> oh, that is not the answer. <laughs> That sounds nothing like six. I feel like you're not even trying, Mr. Francis. Ah! Oh, God. I really need to talk to your mom. Uh, no, we're writing just back to last week. Okay. When, uh... <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, when Nintendo... Uh, 
just tweeted out that there was going to be a new Smash character announcement on Thursday. Right. Thursday? Uh, <laughs> you're, you're the date man. I don't know. Uh and uh and there was no other there's no other context. Right. Right. Um there are there are a couple uh, there are a couple of theories flying around. We made we made a couple of predictions of our own on the Twitter because That's we true. didn't have time to make a whole episode, obviously. <laughs> right. Um. Uh. I said, uh, maybe it was Sora time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Melody of Memory is coming out like this right. winter, right? So there is kind of a promotional tie-in incentive mm-hmm. for Sora to be the character for for Fall 2020, right? Because I also do think that this is going to be the last character of 2020. Okay. Like, I think yeah, last, yeah. I think next Smash character, early 2021. That makes sense, especially with COVID. Especially with COVID, yeah. Um, and you said Monster Hunter. I did, uh, since we just got the Monster Hunter Rise announcement, and I figured there'd be a decent amount of synergy there, and I also f- just figured that Monster Hunter was probably more likely... Or not, you know, not particularly less likely than any of my other picks. Right. Which seemed, even by a small margin, to be the one to go with. Yeah, I, uh, I think, I think obviously there's a chance for Monster Hunter in this Fighter's Pass, mm-hmm. but I feel like, say, if we got a character in early 2021, mm-hmm. Monster Hunter would make more sense in that slot since Rise would be closer to release. That's fair. Yeah. But I still stayed picking Monster Hunter. You did. That's what I do. You did stick around for that. Uh, and the internet had a prediction of their own, that mm-hmm. prediction being Travis Touchdown. <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They've got uh, egg on their face. <laughs> Suda51 had recently done an interview, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the questions in the interview was... Uh, someone said something along the lines of uh, the interviewer said something along the lines right. of someone. Yeah, some some. Hey, uh, Suda fifty one. Yeah, just it's someone me, shouted from <laughs> Jerry. Uh, yeah. So someone asked. Uh, the interviewer said something along the lines of every time you do an interview with someone, uh, the subject of Travis and Smash <laughs> comes up, and you always talk about. Uh, how you are determined to get him in the game, right. and you are going to beg Sakurai until it happens. <laughs> uh, have you made any progress on that? Mm. And Suda51, for the first time ever, said, no comment. Mm, okay. And then the interview proceeded. So, right, so obviously people exploded with speculation. Right, yeah. Um, and uh, and we made a tweet on a, on a Smashing Theory. Yep. I made a tweet on a Smashing Theory. Yes, Daniel is the tweet guy. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't somehow know that by now, <laughs> I've posted on that Twitter account exactly one time. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I said, I said, maybe it's Sora, maybe it's Monster Hunter, but it's not Travis Touchdown. <laughs> Travis right. Touchdown will be in Smash Ultimate eventually, but as a Mii Sword fighter. Yeah. I said, those words... Not verbatim, but I... Yeah. That was the spirit of what you said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, And we have been predicting Travis Touchdown as a Mii Sword Fighter uh, here on the pod yeah. for like over a year now. <laughs> right. Um, I, think, I think once Fighters Pass started being a thing, mm-hmm. that's when we brought up Travis Touchdown as a Mii Sword Fighter. Right. Um, and, and, you know, I guess we'll talk about that more later. Sure. Uh, for some reason. Yeah, I can't imagine why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's just say that Travis didn't exactly get a touchdown. <laughs> let's, 
more like a field goal. <laughs> uh, so, uh, they they set expectations for yeah. for this, right? They're like, it's just going to be a three minute trailer and a short message from Sakurai, right? Right. Um. So for the first time, there wasn't going to be like a like a gameplay breakdown, even, mm-hmm. um, which was strange. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, Thursday morning, um, Amy and I watched the trailer started watching the trailer at home mm-hmm. you watched it at some point I, I i watched it at work uh i actually i forgot about it for a minute and then just our discord started blowing up with <laughs> with people just kind of vaguely going like oh my god and i was like okay i better check this out <laughs> so i put it on uh and like it so it opens up with a trailer right some smash characters are just fighting mm-hmm. right um like, you know, I, I forget who's there, but, you know, predominantly Mario and Sonic are there. Yeah. And then at some point, Sonic just punches Mario <laughs> off the screen, and Mario busts through a wall and just, like, falls into, like, darkness. Yeah. Right? Did you have, like, when when Mario was, like, in the dark, and, like, he was looking around, and, like, mm-hmm. uh, and, like, s- like, ominous, like, suspenseful, like... Uh, there's kind of like a, oh, right? Like, uh, when he was in the suspense, just in the darkness looking around, did you have a guess as to, like, what was going to emerge from the darkness? So in, in that way that, like, synapses can fire very quickly and you could have a number of thoughts very quickly over a short span of time. Yeah. As soon as he got hit through the wall and I saw the blocky textures, I went, well, it's definitely not Monster Hunter. Ah, shit. <laughs> And immediately realized that it was Minecraft. Wow. Related. Wow. I didn't know it was going to be Steve or Enderman or what, but at that point I I knew. Okay, wow. All right. Uh, Amy also figured it out faster than I did. (laughs) Like, once once they saw, like, the red lights. Right. uh, They they said Minecraft. Um, And uh, my my thought, when he he busted through the wall, I didn't see the the blocky texture in the Mm -hmm. background. Um, So he was just like... He's just there in the darkness, right? And when he and when he busted through, like a light shone through for just a second, yeah. right? Like in in kind of a way that made me go, "Oh my god!" <laughs> a stained glass window is going to like envelop him from from beneath his oh, feet. Oh, I see. And uh, yeah, that that actually does kind of have like Kingdom Hearts opening energy mm-hmm. when he's slowly tumbling through the wall. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I I thought he was like, oh, this is the Sora trailer. <laughs> right. Right. Um, it was not. It was no. not the Sora trailer. <laughs> Instead, uh, <laughs> Steve <laughs> busts through the wall, and there's just this amazing shot of them like staring yes. each other down. <laughs> Uh, and then like a creeper shows up behind Mario, and like Steve... after Steve has like a, a stake. Oh right, like, Steve. <laughs> yeah, Steve. You know, yeah, Steve needs that a Minecraft stake. way. And then yeah. Leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, and then and then yeah, Steve. It was Steve. Yep. And then there's a trailer where it shows Steve, uh, and also Alex as an alt costume. Yeah. Uh, creeper. Uh, no, not or creeper. A, a, a zombie, zombie and the Enderman and the Enderman as yeah. alt costumes. Yeah. Now, I would just like to quickly get this out of the way so that it doesn't become a theme throughout the whole episode. I feel like it's going to be a theme anyway, but go on. I hate this. 
I hate that it's Steve. I wish that Enderman had been the default. I think that it looks so ugly along with the rest of the Smash characters. The only good thing that I think about it is something that we'll talk about later. It's a very minor thing. Uh, But I really don't like this. Um, You know, I'm going to say positive things about this decision later. I think Sakurai did a great job, as he always does making the character feel really good in Smash or, you know, look like he'll feel really good in Smash. Yeah. But, oh, my God, I was miserable. Please continue, Daniel. <laughs> um, uh, I guess I guess we can kind of... So, here at Smashing Theory, we are a Smash prediction podcast and yes. also other video games. Uh, but um, at various points, we've done predictions for the roster of Smash. And, of course, right. when Fighters Pass 2 was first announced... We uh we predicted what we thought the roster for Fighters Pass Two would look like. Right. Um, Sean very specifically uh, predicted that Steve would not show up. Yes. Uh, and you predicted six different characters. That's right. Um, and I uh I made kind of a a more broader Minecraft prediction of uh that maybe Steve would not be playable specifically. Maybe he would, but right. there would be a Minecrafter character. Like yes. Minecraft would be represented and like, you know, like a blocky, like Minecraft person would be the playable representative of that. I wish that had been true. I would have <laughs> preferred that. I will say, uh, I'm, I'm going to say, uh, and if, you know, if enough people say like that, uh, that I'm, that I, I wasn't on the mark here, mm-hmm. uh, then, I, uh, then I will consider that. But I'm going to say I was right on this one. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'll say that I, as your co-host, am completely comfortable saying that you this was a correct prediction for you. Yeah, like, I think the fact that you play as four different Minecraft, like, yeah. characters, I think me, I think me predicting Minecrafter, uh, mm-hmm. that's, th- yeah, that feels correct to me. Yeah. Your prediction is what they should have done. There's nothing <laughs> iconic about Steve. He was designed by a weird racist who is now living in exile in a mansion in California. <laughs> like, bring something else in. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, but I also feel like Steve, although, like, Steve is kind of, you know, Steve is kind of the face of this character, like, slot. Mm-hmm. Steve is still Minecrafter, you know? There's... There's several other, like, there's seven other costumes for the character that are not Steve. Yeah, but, I mean, this this he, is like when we talk about Injustice 2, and I say that it was stupid to include Captain Cold, and it should have been Sub-Zero, and then you say, but Sub-Zero's in the game, and then I explain to you, yes, but Captain Cold is, like, the main character, and Sub-Zero is, like, the shitty alternate version with bad voice acting right I, and i'm not saying that steve isn't in the game I'm right just no, saying, yeah, yeah. I, I got a, i got a little heated there because <laughs> we've got we've done that argument so many times <laughs> but no the, I, I understand what you mean about steve right yes. yeah like i yeah I'm, I'm just saying that for for the purposes of whether i'm still right for saying minecrafter instead of steve right i think that i still am i agree okay captain cold sucks <laughs> there are people that disagree with you i know there are dozens of us (laughs) uh but yeah so the reveal trailer happened sakurai showed up for a short minute and he said there's gonna be more on saturday i'm gonna do uh i'm gonna do a showcase right before this big minecraft presentation happens elsewhere yeah um i don't really understand why they did it like that 
but you know, I, I'm I'm assuming COVID something something, but like no, I, I was it was that there was literally a Minecraft event on that Saturday. When, oh right, right, when, right. When okay, Microsoft yeah, yeah. showed up a bunch of Minecraft stuff. So, right. well, then why not just do the whole thing on Saturday? Uh, it might have been too obvious to some people if, uh. if they did the whole thing on Saturday. Oh uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, because the because the fact it was Steve was supposed to be a surprise. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. And Nintendo tends not to make announcements on Saturdays. Okay, they usually do right. it on a weekday. Yeah, yeah. People might have connected some dots there. We actually did. I don't remember in what context we did this, but at one point, I like looked back at every Nintendo Direct that's ever happened and figure out figured out like which weekdays they happened the most on. Yeah, I remember that. I don't remember why, but we did do that, and it was weekdays. It was like Tuesdays and Thursdays. And yeah, Tuesdays, like Wednesdays, and Thursdays were yeah. most common. Yeah. Um, you, you know what I'm real, you know, what's wild hmm. that this did not leak that, yeah. mi- that Microsoft had a fucking lid on this. I <laughs> know that is impressive. Yeah. Like, you know, it's always, it's almost expected when something doesn't leak from Nintendo, you mm-hmm. know, like they're very good at like keeping quiet about stuff, but it feels like. I don't know, maybe a good half the time that a third party's involved, there's there's a little leak. There's, there, there's there's a little bit of leakage. One thing that's really interesting about this is that from the on the Mojang side, mm-hmm. there was a Mojang like community manager or something who was basically just like trashing Steve as a potential Minecraft <laughs> yeah, rep yeah. to throw our scent off. Yeah. And saying like all the shit that I think about Steve. I should say I'm I'm extremely paraphrasing here but it really was stuff like no the aesthetics would totally clash and like yeah uh yeah she specifically said something like steve is like like steve is is not like a protagonist you know he's not a representative of minecraft yeah i agree (laughs) but here we are here we are so on that note yeah sakurai did his presentation right and uh, it was a doozy of one. It was like 45 minutes. Well, I mean, Steve is an incredibly complicated yeah, character. Yeah, he, he has some stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um. So as usual, we'll kind of break it down, like as it happened, right? Sure. Break down that presentation. Yeah. Um, but since it was such a big doozy, we might kind of skim some stuff. Okay. Um. Like maybe not talk about every facet of <laughs> Steve's moveset, but talk about the interesting sure. stuff. Cool. Um. So Sakurai started the presentation by kind of uh, mentioning, hey, I'm still here at my house. <laughs> he says, like, I'm still at my home. No recording studio. No one to laugh at my jokes. It's lonely. <laughs> uh, Sakurai is all of us. <laughs> he is. Like, uh, I, I love his presentation so much. Like, it's funny how they started doing these to mm. kind of present information about each character on a smaller budget mm-hmm. uh but it's it's like it's one of the best things about the smash news cycle now oh absolutely yeah. i love sakurai's little presentations <laughs> yeah they're so good um uh so we also talked a bit about kind of the development cycle us uh, as of august 2020 uh work on smash was still being done remotely right um like everyone was still working from home like smash employees are are not like are not allowed to go back to like work in the physical building mm-hmm. just yet as of august 2020 right yeah it's been like four months since then so maybe things have kind of sped up a bit but sure. uh like maybe like i know that in japan and pretty much everywhere besides the united states <laughs> uh things are kind of 
returning to normalcy a bit. Some countries are experiencing their second wave, but we are still on our first. Right. Um, well, yeah, we're, we're, we're not going to experience the second wave as much as we're going to experience two waves at the same time and also the flu season. So that's going to be fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah. Oh, love that shit. So then Sakurai starts showing off, uh, Steve and Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess we should specify that, uh, Sakurai called this the Steve Alex showcase. Right. right? Um, and he kind of alternated between either character whenever he showed off. Yes. Facets of what they could do. And and boy, uh, boy, Steve and Alex can do a lot. Oh yeah, it's, it's hard to even know where to start. Uh, <laughs> even knowing where Sakurai started, I was gonna say I don't even know if he necessarily should have started where he did. Yeah, right. Because like, because like while while he was uh, while while he was showing off like the basics, he kept mentioning things right. like crafting, yeah. and and like and like, oh, this this thing costs one iron. It's like great. What's iron? <laughs> How do you get iron? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess we, you know, we can just start by saying that when Steve uses his normal attacks, he fights with various tools from the Minecraft universe. Right, like a sword and yeah. a pickaxe and, and an, an axe. axe. Yeah, and an axe is like his up tilt. Right, right. Um, and the pickaxe is like a dash attack with the pickaxe. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the items can break, but right. he can... Craft new ones. So, uh, so okay. Here's here's one of the major uh, uh, Steve slash Alex uh, mechanics is that they can collect materials uh, with their with their neutral B by just like picking stuff up off the ground. Right. Right. Um, or rather, sort of mining or digging or right. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mining, digging with the pickaxe. And there's various like materials you can pick up, like mm-hmm. wood, stone, iron, diamond, diamond, and gold. gold. That, and, that was and, them. And redstone. Uh, right, right. But you don't use redstone to craft right w- uh, tools. Right, but <laughs> you do use redstone for stuff. Yeah. Yes. Um, and the rate at which you get each of those materials differs depending on what stage you're playing on. Yeah, or even, like, the the material that is under or next to you while you're gathering. Right, yeah. Like, uh, if you're, um... Uh, like, if you're on, uh... The Great Fox. Yeah, if if you're on the Great Fox, you'll get a lot of iron. Yeah. You'll get more, like, metal-style equipment. But But if you're in Jungle Japes, then you get a lot of wood, because the whole stage is made out of wood. yeah. And, uh, like, literally, as I was saying, it's like, oh, wow, what's the c- competitive community <laughs> going to do about this? Sakurai then mentioned that if you're playing on uh, a Battlefield or Omega variant of any stage, then the then the material rate is fixed. Right. Which is great for people who play on those stages, but not great for the competitive community because they banned most or all of them. <laughs> right. But I... um. No, remember that was Smash Four. Oh, okay, okay. Remember we revisited that for Ultimate, and they don't do that for Ultimate anymore. Well, that's good. Yeah, but if they want to play on Animal Crossing stage, it's still a problem, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if like, I wonder if like when competitive Steve players start like entering like the mm-hmm. field, I wonder if like their opponents will will like counterpick Steve. <laughs> By making them play on Animal Crossing and give them like a uh-huh. shitty, like like an unpredictable, uh, well, not unpredictable because like what whatever wherever you mine the rate is the same, yeah. Um, but it's also 
different. Like you, you get equipment in the same order, right? Like, like each tile has kind of a fixed order you get equipment from, right? Um, so but, whenever you're digging on an iron tile, you'll always get the same stuff in the same order. Yeah, it'll be different than if you're digging on a wood tile or a sand tile or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so you could at least kind of shake up a Steve player, I guess, who's used to getting the exact loadout that they would get from a Final Destination or Omega stage by making them dig up, uh, wood from the Animal Crossing (laughs) stage more often. What the decision really ought to have been, and of course, you know, I'm not a programmer. It's entirely possible that what I'm about to say would not have been possible with the way that they were doing it. Right. But what the decision should have been is like, this is the way it works normally. There's an option where you can turn it off in settings. Right. And just have it so that you get, you know, the same pattern of materials every time. Yeah, Steve... That would make Steve the first character to have, like, a character-specific mm-hmm. option in settings. Yeah. I, I think there's some character-specific options in, like, training mode and stuff. Right, But in, right. like, actual match settings, that would be... that That is unprecedented. Yeah. Maybe it's possible, but it would at least be unprecedented. Yeah. Not that Sakurai doesn't do things <laughs> that are unprecedented within, like, the life cycle of his own games. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to talk about a, a couple of those things uh, during this podcast. <laughs> Um, so as kind of a recap, Steve has tools. Yeah. When he uses the tools, they break after a period of time. Yeah. You can craft new tools by gathering materials from the stage you're on. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and he, he has a crafting table. Yes. Uh, that, uh, that he uses to craft the materials and he can kind of relocate the table by holding shield right. and pressing B. Like it spawns just kind of in a location near you at the start of the match. Yeah. And then you can relocate it at any time. And uh, it's it's quite fast. Yeah. Uh, and so Sakurai even said at one point, like, so it's stupid to try to kind of like play keep away by standing near the crafting table because Minecrafter could just grab the table. Yeah, which which is good. Yeah. That, that I would hate that strategy. Y- yeah. <laughs> so that's fine. Um, uh, the crafting table can be destroyed. Yes. It respawns somewhere in the neighborhood of like five to ten seconds later. It's, yeah. it's pretty fast respawn. Yeah. Um. So uh, so he has some cute like tilts and up smashes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, his down tilt is like he, uh, he like makes fire. Right. right. Well, with, yeah, with, with flint, flint tender. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, like, the fire kind of has its own, like, gravity, so mm-hmm. if you do it off of an edge... <laughs> you can, like, edge guard really obnoxiously. Yeah. Uh, when, uh, when Alex up smashes, he, she creates a magma block. Right. And, uh, and when she down smashes, <laughs> she, like, pours lava yeah. around her with a lava bucket, and there's this great little, like, Sakurai <laughs> bit, right? Yeah. Where he's just like, magma. Lava. Magma. Lava. <laughs> Then he explains that in Japan, those two words are just synonyms. They refer to the same thing. Right. But in the West, we have kind of a scientific difference. Yeah. Magma refers to lava before it's exposed to air because it exits, you know, the Earth's crust. Right. Basically. Yeah. Uh, Which is, I I wasn't aware that that was just a thing white people did. Hey white people, you know when your you know when your lava gets exposed to air? <laughs> I was today years old when I found out that magma is for white people. <laughs> uh, 
You know, we have a word for when you put your lava in the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) I can only half claim the word magma. (laughs) Um, And Zachary also said... Uh, Sean and I were were watching uh this this together right uh, after I got home from work, and uh and Sakurai said while he was showing off the the lava that uh that the launch trajectory of the lava bucket is effective against Little Mac because <laughs> uh because the the knockback uh happens at a very low angle and his right. and it's hard for him to recover back on the stage and as he said that my head just slowly turns <laughs> towards like Sean. a weird owl. <laughs> Just like, just like tilted his head ninety degrees over at me, because I like to play as Little Mac, even though he's bad. One thing, one kind of thing that I enjoyed later is that as uh, the character is being shown off, you know, kind mm. of in in more of a combat setting, Sakurai at one point said like, "Okay, I'm going to put some magma down." No lava. Yeah, like he yeah. corrected himself. Yeah, he good. did. Yeah, <laughs> but he. What what I love was he said it with the same inflection that he was doing the bit earlier. He's right. like, I, I'm going to put some magma. No. Lava. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Oh, so good. Uh, Steve's down air is an anvil, which consumes iron. Yes. So, another thing about Steve uh-huh. is that his neutral B does three different things depending yep. on where he is. Yeah. So... So if he's on the ground and not next to his crafting table, uh, he he will he will dig up materials. Yeah. If Alex is on the ground and next to uh, the crafting table, she will craft. Yeah. And if if either of them are in the air and press B, they will create blocks. Yes. Uh, <laughs> using kind of their least. Okay. So first of all, I should say that. You can track the materials you have because there's a meter by your health bar. Very helpful. Yeah, that shows the co- what you have by ratio. So if, for instance, 20% of the blocks you have are wood blocks, then yeah. 20% of the meter will be filled with little wood icons. Yeah. Um, so when you're creating blocks in midair, it will use the worst blocks, so like dirt first. Yes. And then, you know, iron and stuff like that last. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, while you're in the air, you create blocks. Yeah. Uh, and, and man, uh, really just, just neutral B by itself, the <laughs> digging the materials, the crafting uh-huh. items, which, which can create good or bad <laughs> weapons depending on, on your, your output, depending yeah. on what you got, right? Like if you have enough diamond, you can create diamond weapons and those are the best, but you can create anything in between too, right. like iron weapons or wood weapons or stone weapons or, <laughs> or gold weapons. Uh, anyway, yeah, the fu- God. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so recap. Yeah. So Steve can mine and craft the blocks. <laughs> uh, the blocks are different colors. Uh, <sighs> so the things you can do with the blocks. Oh, ten year old Sean is back. Uh, so, no, like, this is ten year old Sean. Ah! Uh, <laughs> this is adult Sean. Ah! <laughs> Not much has changed in the last twenty years. Uh, it's bringing me back to my childhood. <laughs> this this talk we're having. So you make the fucking blocks, and Sakurai just 
showed some shit you can do. <laughs> yes. And it's fucking wild. Like, yeah. you can you can block people's recovery with it. Yeah, you can, like, create a wall, basically, to prevent people from dashing back onto stage. That's fucking nuts, like, on yes. its own. Uh, one other, like, f- fucking, like, galaxy brain thing he did. Uh, uh, well, he he did recovery by creating a bridge, basically, and yes. walking back. Yeah, no, yeah. that's wild, too. And there's restrictions to that. Basically, you can't, like, walk... You can't do it for, if you're past the edge of the stage. Yeah, there's there's like a specific zone where beyond that you cannot create blocks. Yeah, uh, vertically and also from side to side. Yeah, so basically it's it's not a f- get out of jail free card all the time. Yeah, but uh, but it is sometimes a get out of jail free card. Yeah, a really wild one. But he, the galaxy brain thing he did during the presentation is like at one point. He like you know he he knocks the the CPU like off the stage and right. the CPU like starts jumping back and he jumps down to meet them creates a block <laughs> and then does the ground smash does the down smash like lava yeah like on the block like you can use grounded smash attacks and stuff yeah from your blocks in midair like the fact that this is just a glimpse at the characters. Yes complexity and versatility oh yeah is mind-blowing i'm just waiting for some pro player to like trap somebody in a box on the edge or something <laughs> you know or like just make a statue of themselves to edge guard like <laughs> the possibilities are truly remarkable yeah it's it's wild wild af yes as the kids say the kids now, play minecraft the blocks do decay and yes. in some cases quite quickly yeah so you cannot for instance just create a three-layer wall you know <laughs> and so that they can never come back yeah uh, like you do have to kind of continually plant blocks which uses your resources yeah Ugh. but it's still gonna be i mean I'm very excited to see, you know, the first Steve Pools in in whatever tournament we get when COVID finally ends in 2029. Yeah. Uh, That's going to be pretty neat. Oh, man. You know, like, the next, like, cool Smash local we see, like, the the next, like, big, like, local Smash tournament is Mm -hmm. probably going to be somewhere in Europe or Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's it's not happened in the United States for for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Or if it does, whoever runs that tournament shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So now we get to talk about some of uh, Stephen Alex's other B moves. Um. <laughs> so side B is a minecart. Yeah. Uh, it costs an iron to bring out the minecart, and then you craft the tracks. Yes, as you go. As you go with other materials, yeah. And it's, it seems to me that that's really the showstopper ability. Yeah. Like, you're using a lot of resources, but you get a lot out of it. Yeah, like, uh, like if you have redstone, you can create powered rails that, like, really boost... The yeah. minecart forward and give it like a lot of knockback, and also enable it to go up inclines, which minecarts in Minecraft also can't do. Which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> One fun thing they showed is that you can, uh, you can jump out of the minecart, and if it collides with 
an opponent, it just <laughs> scoops them up inside the minecart and yeah. can send them like just careening off the stage, just stuck in the minecart for a second. And the more damage they've taken, the harder it is for them to escape. Yeah. So that'd be a good kind of finisher if somebody's just like sitting there at 300 damage. That's going to be such a hype finish. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. just taking them in the minecart and watching yeah. them just roll off the stage <laughs> as you do like the, the bobbing up and down while looking at the camera ton. There's going to be some kind of crowd meme where people go like choo choo or something whenever that happens. <laughs> you know, like there's going to be some kind of thing. Oh, I miss tournaments. <laughs> Me too. I miss them so much. I miss life. <laughs> The up B is the Elytra, which uh, is like wings that yeah, Minecraft um, people get. I haven't done this myself, but after you defeat the Ender Dragon, which is this big boss character, you can then craft wings that let you glide around. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in in Smash, Elytra is Meta Knight's glide yes. from, from like Brawl. Yeah. Yeah. Just straight up. Yeah. With, with, with like some, like, uh, you kind of... Uh, you kind of set off like a rocket at the start of yeah. it uh, that kind of gives you momentum, mm-hmm. which I don't think Meta Knight really did. But, right. But other than that, yeah, you can kind of like, yeah, kind of maneuver yourself around if you get the right kind of momentum from the right angle. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, that was an ability that was kind of removed from Meta Knight because it was too broken <laughs> on Meta Knight. Yeah. Um, but I guess, uh, I guess Steve and Alex aren't really like as, uh, agile as Meta right Knight, so maybe it's not as broken yeah anymore. like Meta Knight I my my instinct is that Meta Knight already had you know substantially better mobility than Steve and then on top of that he had the glide right uh whereas Steve I mean that's as fast as he's gonna go it's yeah. either, you know either that or the minecart and the minecart takes resources yes so. and finally uh the down B is uh TNT where you can kind of put down some dynamite yeah and then also uh use material to create a fuse yeah that leads to a pressure plate yeah that you can step on to make the tnt explode and there's a lot of like mind game stuff you can do like uh if the tnt explodes and hits uh you and somebody else the person who set it off get doesn't get launched as far yeah so you can like plant it and set it off really quickly if you know the other person you know is going to if that's gonna be like fatal to them yeah you can put the fuse down and then have the other person run towards you and they set it off you can set it off by running the mine cart into it yes uh there i mean there's a ton of shit uh that you can do with the tnt oh man what like what a character i wonder if you can put tnt on top of blocks you create in the air because can you imagine like kirby's floating over and then you just put a block down and it's the only place they can land and there's a pressure plate and tnt like they'd just be floating slowly to their doom i i was thinking more like you you put the tnt on the block like above a character but then the block decays and the tnt falls on top of them yeah yeah sure oh man uh finally the final smash is house of boom right and it's another cinematic final smash i i I don't know if we're like i feel like dlc characters are just gonna get cinematic final smashes yeah we're never not getting a cinematic final smash for the rest of time yeah um that's i guess that's fine like it's it's obviously the thing that Sakurai and his team have to put the least thought into because yeah. we're not going to see it in competitive play. <laughs> right, that's true. Right. Um which makes me sad. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh like you 
like a big like stick like a piston a piston yeah. yeah a piston hits the opponent and then they they end up in a house filled with creepers and explodes yeah creepers and tnt i think there's a lot of tnt in the background yes yeah yeah, yeah. um and, and neat, you know neat cinematic like one person gets trapped in the house of boom but multiple people can get hit and propelled by the piston yeah so it's still worthwhile you know if you're playing with a bunch of other people to kind of group people up yeah yeah so that's Steve. It's gameplay. Yep. Well, wait. So there, there's a couple, like, there's a few more things he showed during the, like, the, the Steve and Alex uh, and Zombie and Enderman part of the gameplay that I wanted to point out before we moved on to the stage and stuff. Okay. One, Sakura has a fucking Minecraft sword. Yes. Just, just a, like, a, <laughs> that, like, that turns into a pickaxe. Yeah, he's got, like, a big toy that, that you know, looks exactly like the pickaxe from the game. And yeah. And you can, like, flip it around and turn it into a sword. Uh, that's, a, that's fucking cool. Yeah, it's like, great. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I, as you might have been able to tell from this episode, <laughs> I'm not a Minecraft fan. I've never yeah. played Minecraft. I uh, actually got Minecraft when it was, like, still being sold off of the original website and didn't have a trailer. Right. For 20 bucks yeah so i've been playing on and off for a long time yeah but like i like i yeah i have very little experience with minecraft i'm obviously super aware of it right. i played games that are like minecraft okay uh dragon quest builders yeah pretty dope oh yeah um but uh but yeah as someone that's that you know hasn't really entrenched himself in the world of minecraft that real life sword pickaxe thing is fucking <laughs> cool i agree uh uh, when Steve falls asleep, he lies down on a bed. Yeah, that was great. And uh, Minecraft Kirby looks great. That is what I, when I said earlier, like, there is a good thing about this that I want to talk about later. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Minecraft Kirby looks fantastic. Yeah, he does. I I love that instead of getting, like, Steve or Alex's, like, blocky hair, he just turns into a Minecraft block. Yes. Yeah. No, he, he looks like a very high-definition Minecraft enemy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I appreciated. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder what his, what his B move is like. Yeah, because like, yeah, does he when he eats Steve? Does he get a crafting table? Wait, other Steves and Alex's can use each other's crafting table. Yes, that is true. So Kirby could use Steve's crafting table to craft weapons. Yeah, but then he would just have Steve's normals. Would he get Steve's normals? It must be that he does redstone and TNT or something. Like, it can't be that he gets Steve's normals. That would be an insane amount of work. Cur I mean, this character was an insane amount of work. Yes, but... Uh, and the thing is, is that uh, universally, when Kirby eats an opponent, he always gets their neutral B move. I, uh, I'll i be very interested to see if this is the time that they buck the trend. I wouldn't blame them if they did. I wouldn't blame them if they did, but I feel like they won't. My I God, can, like, can you imagine the sheer, like, in, you'd be, you'd almost be designing another character. You'd have to do animations for all the tools. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And... <laughs> That'd be so much work. Yeah, like that. That'd be so much work for something that wouldn't even be that good. I was because, gonna say like, because Cur like Kirby's normals are probably better than Steve's normals overall. Yeah, you know? yeah. Why would you want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Holy shit! 
like creating the blocks would be cool. Oh, that's true. Maybe yeah. he'll just be able to create random blocks or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe yeah, maybe Kirby can just dig the material and then create blocks with the material. But right. Not craft. But there's a crafting exactly. table and he presses B. What happens? Oh, God. They could have done this with another character, guys. <laughs> they could have put this much work into somebody else. <laughs> they put so much work into this. Uh, so the stage is Minecraft World. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a Minecraft world. Yeah. There's... um. So we'll we'll try not to argue about this as as long <laughs> as we did off mic. Yeah. Um but uh Jean, you're the belief that you you really hate how like out of place this looks, like how how a high def smash character like standing in a Minecraft world just looks really like clashy and jarring to me it's like when you see those pictures from big cities of like two big high rises and then there's a like a quaint little house in between them because the owner has just refused to sell their house <laughs> you know like but that, just... that is that is quaint I, like I, I like when I see pictures like that. It's like I mean, you, you, I I feel a certain like yeah, go you, you know, don't give in to corporatism, yeah. but it looks bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I know I I really don't like the way that the aesthetic clashes. I think it looks awful. Yeah, I feel like I feel like with with the Minecraft world, uh, and you know, even with Steve and Alex to an extent. Uh, there's there's really two ways they could have done this, right? Yeah. Um, one is to kind of like take the Minecraft stage and you know change the visuals so that it looked uh, so that other Smash characters didn't clash with it, but potentially kind of sacrifice the aesthetic mm -hmm. of Minecraft in the process, um, or to do what they did. And clearly go so hard on keeping the aesthetic uh, that now, like, the Smash characters look weird. Uh, yeah. There, there's there's kind of, like, with Minecraft specifically, there's kind of no one between. Mm-hmm. I mean, there could have been. <laughs> like, there have been a lot of other characters where they had a particular aesthetic and they got updated so that they were more in line with Smash's visuals. Yeah. Uh, they but, chose not to do that this time. Yeah, I do. It I was do, a choice. It was a choice. It was very deliberate. Uh, and I, I do think that it... It would like the Minecraft style just seems like the the one of the hardest things to make blend in, you know, mm -hmm. like without completely changing the visuals. Like, like a lot of these other characters do have different aesthetics, but you kind of give them like slight tweaks, and it kind of looks like they were meant to fit in all along, right? Yeah, you, you can't really do that with with Steve or Alex or Enderman or Zombie or their stage. Uh, so like on, so I kind of, A, I want, also I wonder if Microsoft, like when they were talking with Microsoft, they were just like, no, you can't overhaul the aesthetic. Right. Uh, like, you know, we, we want a seven year old to, to look at the <laughs> stage and fully recognize it as our property. Mm -hmm. Right. I wonder if that was part of the discussion. Yeah. I, I that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I just I like I think that they could have, you know, brought somebody in who could have designed a Minecrafter character in a way that 
suited to the general Smash aesthetic, but also clearly evoked Minecraft. Yeah. And I think that they could have done something similar with the stage. It could have been, like, blocky and voxely, but, you know, with more high-definition textures. Like, there's stuff they could have done. And I appreciate, you know, them kind of taking this artistic license or not taking it as the case may be and just right. going all in on minecraft it's a very bold choice very it's just, bold it's just one that i hate <laughs> i like one thing i kind of appreciate about it is that like we haven't had this much of a clash of visual styles mm-hmm. since like game and watch mm-hmm. right like uh like, and obviously I think this is kind of an, I think Minecraft World feels like an even more extreme example. Right. But like, like it kind of reminds me of like Flat World, you know, <laughs> like how, how the appeal of it is like how different it looks than any other Smash stage because it looks like a Game & Watch. Right. right? And uh, Flat World doesn't even seem that, f- that far off. Uh, but I, I wonder if that's because we're used to it after, like, 10 to 20 years. I know? mean, I, I remember reacting quite positively to, you know, the choices that they made for Mr. Game & Watch at that time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think also I'll say that I didn't know what a Game & Watch was until I unlocked that character. Right. Um, I don't think I did either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but... It's difficult for me to articulate why, but I will say, I'll just say that I think that the Game & Watch stage and character, to me, that's kind of like a quirky, fun little thing that makes sense. Uh-huh. And the Minecraft, it's just so ugly. Like, that <laughs> game is already notorious for looking like dog shit, <laughs> and then you just stick it in there. Uh, I hate it. I, 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 love, I love when you use the word bold. I think that's a great way to put it. Like... <laughs> Like, it's like, oh, yeah, we could have, like, Smash would have been the perfect time for us to, like, make the Minecraft characters and assets look high def, but we did not do that. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it was, like, 5%, like, like we're already doing all the shit for this character, we do not have the time or resources <laughs> to do anything but literally just stick these character models in our game. Uh but anyway, Minecraft World has six biomes. Yeah, yes, it does. Uh, it has the plains, which has houses and zombies. The birch forest has trees. Savannah has acacia trees. Mm-hmm. Taiga has conifers and mossy stones. The snowy tundra has a big igloo in the center, and the stone shore has stones piled up in the center, like kind of a yeah, yeah. When Sakurai was talking about the acacia trees, he was like, and they really look like acacia trees. And I was sitting there like, I've never seen an acacia tree in my life. I don't know what they look like normally. This looks stupid. But <laughs> I guess I guess you did a good job. <laughs> uh, all the biomes have breakable objects that don't return after you break them. Yeah. Um, materials are obtainable in the same place in each biome. Like, basically, once you break all the blocks and stuff, uh, if if you... If you mine on the rightmost side of of the taiga stage, you'll get iron mainly, mm-hmm. just like if you mine on the yeah. right-hand side of the plane stage. Although, uh, you can mine the destructible blocks. Yes. Uh, which is interesting. And then they kind of, you know, in the... And then they kind of, in the same way that Minecraft blocks break after you mine them for a while, you can break the blocks in that way, too. Yeah. Yeah, this is a neat little touch. Yes. Um, 
if you play on a, the Omega or Battlefield version of Minecraft World, it's just the Plains biome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah, if you're playing as anyone besides Steve, it's going to look very weird. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I, I think I'm more charmed by that than I'm not. Uh, I, yeah, I don't think that it looks normal, <laughs> but it's like, it looks so bad that it's almost charming to me. Well, you know, during the part of that sentence where you said, I don't think it looks normal and it looks so bad, I agree with you on that part. <laughs> on that part, thanks, specific John. part. End of, we, yeah, end of, end of discussion. Cool, thanks for I'm agreeing I'm so glad me. we came to an agreement. <laughs> uh, then, uh... Then Sakurai showed some spirit battles. Uh, he showed the... Um, he showed, like, the spirit screen, mm-hmm. right? There were nine obtainable... DLC spirits for Minecraft. Right. Uh, he showed off battles for two of them. Mm-hmm. But the screen had Zombie, which is a novice okay. spirit. Uh, Creeper, which is an advanced spirit. Skeleton, advanced. Uh, slime, parentheses Minecraft, advanced. <laughs> Ghast, advanced. Piglin, advanced. Enderman, ace. Mm-hmm. Villager and Iron Giant, ace. And uh, he did not go to the second part of the screen that had that showed just a snippet of an unrevealed uh, mm-hmm. legend spirit. Um, but you said something earlier that made it click. I think it's the Ender Dragon. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, because I think I've seen the Ender Dragon before, and it's very like, like almost eldritch looking, right? Yeah, it's it's like a big, if I'm remembering right, kind of like dark purple or or deep black, you know, dragon mm. uh that you that you fight in a very kind of weird Lovecraftian zone while you're also surrounded by Endermen. Uh Oh, that's cool. So I could absolutely see them just like have you fight a giant Ridley that jumps a lot while there are a bunch of like black kirby's on the screen or something or or just endermen sure yeah that's true yeah yeah that would work yeah but yeah i i definitely think that it would be the ender dragon for the for the kind of biggest spirit that seems pretty cool yeah um uh zom so zombie was an army of 10 steves with the with the zombie skin yeah uh zombies have super armor but move slower it's a stamina battle, and it's on the Minecraft World Birch Forest biome at night. Right. Um, the slime spirit had nine green Kirby's doing neutral air over and over. It started <laughs> as one big Kirby, but when you defeat the big Kirby, right. it breaks. It quote breaks yeah. unquote into three smaller Kirby's, yeah. kind of simulating the slime breaking into smaller slimes. Cute. Yeah, very cute. Um, it's also a stamina battle on the Minecraft World Taiga biome. Right. And we have yet to see what the other spirits do. Um, you already predicted what the Ender Dragon spirit would do, and I think that's pretty cool. So cool! I'm glad you think so. So, uh, then, uh, so before he moved on, he mentioned that Steve also has a classic mode. Look forward to it. Yeah. Uh, what do you think Steve's classic mode is? Uh, that's a good. I hadn't thought about that until this second. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Uh, I think all of his, I think all of the stages. In his classic mode, we'll have destructible elements. Oh, that's cool. Like, maybe he'll be on the Wrecking Crew stage. Uh-huh. Uh, 
yeah, maybe Great Cave Offensive or something. Yeah, that's I I really like I think that's a great uh thought for how they would do that. Yeah. And and the boss is Rathalos. Uh cuz cuz it's a dragon. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um I think the boss is uh probably two master hands. Me or Master Hand crazy. Yeah, yeah, hand. Pro- yeah, probably Master Hand and Crazy Hand. Yeah. Um but the classic mode will be called breaking it down with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I was on board until the with Steve part. <laughs> uh so then uh, Psycho talked about the soundtrack. Yes. So he said one really interesting thing. Uh, there are no songs from Minecraft's main <laughs> game. Uh, he mentioned that the songs would make players relax. I think they could have done arrangements of regular Minecraft songs. I, I think they could have, too. Um, actually, we got a listener mail mm-hmm. uh, that, that that kind of points some stuff out. So I'll... Okay. We'll, we'll read that in, in a bit, but... Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, that, that that felt a bit weird. Yeah, like we've we've had we've had a uh some very chill songs make it into ultimate before. That's true. Like the Pikmin stage, uh-huh. like just the have to do 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 do. Yeah, yeah. This is pure speculation. I wonder if it's a rights thing because uh, I know that there was like one person that did the original music for Minecraft and I wonder if it just because of something, you know, they couldn't get the songs involved. We'll be open to listener mail later. Oh, <laughs> fans <laughs> of our podcast. Uh, you preempt me. So instead, all the songs are from spinoffs and uh, and mini games that were added to Minecraft, like right. after after the fact. Uh, the spinoffs include stuff like Minecraft Earth and Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, we got seven music tracks. Uh, that's better than Clouds, so yeah, that's nice. Sure, could have been more. Yeah, could could have been more, but I'll 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 take seven. Sure. I'll take seven tracks, especially because six of them are arranged. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'll I'll take that. <laughs> six new arrangements. That's great. Um, do we know who did them at this point? We do not know who did them yet. I'm really curious to see if Toby Fox did one. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, that's a good. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm like, I'm like salivating, waiting for the update, <laughs> because the update is when we're going to get, like, right. the, the, the arrangers, um, and, like, next, next episode, we will, I will update, I nice. will update on who does the arrangements, because that's one of my favorite things to talk yeah. about. Yeah, no, it's great, I, I love it. Yeah, um, so the song list is, uh, Holland slash Delarna, uh, those, uh, Holland and Delarna are two... Um, are two areas in Minecraft Dungeons, right. and uh, those are their camp themes. Um, Earth, which is the main theme of Minecraft Earth, okay. that makes sense. Uh, Clockwork Crafter is the one unarranged, is the one, like, uh, song that they just ported straight from the game. Okay. Um, it's, uh, it's from the steampunk <laughs> theme of the Battle Mini game. Ah. Uh, uh Toys on a Tear, which is a uh, shrunk theme for the okay. Battle Mini game, um, and Dance of the Blocks, which is another shrunk theme for the Battle Mini game. Okay, 
um, Glide, which is the theme from, which is a theme from the Glide mini game, mm-hmm. and finally the uh, the Arch Illager, which is uh, <laughs> the final boss theme of Minecraft Dungeons. I guess now we know who the final boss is. Spoilers, yes. Nintendo. Sorry, sorry for. I can't believe it was the Arch Illager this whole time. <laughs> sorry for the Minecraft Dungeon spoilers, guys. Minecraft has no lore, and the lore that it has is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being mean to Minecraft. I should say that I like Minecraft. I played a lot of it in my life. I had a really good time. One time I made an entire subway system, but it has no lore, and the lore that it has is bad. (laughs) Do you have any predictions for who might be arranging one of these tracks besides Toby? (laughs) Uh, Let me see. That was the big one. Yeah, because I don't. I'm not I don't think that Toby's here. Yeah, I'm I'm not sold on that. I was just I was listening to, you know, one of the songs they played during the trailer and I thought to myself like this was not composed by Toby Fox, but I it has kind of a Toby Fox vibe. Yeah, oh, I, I feel I it. wonder if one of them will have been composed by Toby Fox. Um yeah, I don't think that Toby's here, but I think that Yoko Shimomura might be here. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, anytime Yoko gets involved, I'm down, even yeah. if it's Minecraft. <laughs> Yeah, and and Yoko Shimura just seems to like love just hanging out at the <laughs> at the Smash arrangement studio or whatever. I mean, that's got to be a really fun gig, yeah. You know? Like just really flexing your composing chops and writing music for all these different kinds of you know kind of game atmospheres. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It's really awesome. Uh, I still just fucking love that like Vega theme arrangement she did. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chef's uh, Kiss. <laughs> Chef's Kiss. <laughs> Um, and yeah, that, that was, that was the music. Yeah. Excited to mm-hmm. like listen to the arrangements, uh, for, <laughs> for game music I've never heard. Right. Um, uh, like, man, I fucking, I fucking love that theme to play during the trailer. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Very catchy. Um, and, uh, and yeah, then, then Sakurai like closed out the, the Minecraft discussion by saying, Steven Alex release October thirteenth, twenty twenty. Right. Yeah, because I was initially thinking about waiting to do this episode until the <laughs> character was out, but that that feels like a little long of a wait. Sure. So here, fair. so here we are right now. I just like to say that in another way that this update is ruining my life, uh, a big Final Fantasy fourteen patch is dropping on that same day. So I'm gonna have to not do the Blades of Gunhilder content so that I can play as Steve for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I just want you all to know the suffering that I go through on a monthly basis to please all of you. I like doing this podcast and I like Daniel, just to be totally clear. Oh, thank you, Um, Sean. But I am going to be depriving myself of something that I enjoy. (laughs) Specifically in order to play this blocky trash bag. Oh, my God. Oh, this is incredible. (laughs) Uh, So, Sakurai showed off some Mii Fighter costumes. Yeah. Uh, It's funny, he was like... He basically said, like, usually I like to show off some collaborations, <laughs> but this is about Minecraft. Right. So enjoy these costumes. And then he shows some Minecraft costumes and then some collaborations. Yeah. Oh, Sakurai. <laughs> but uh, so you start with the Minecraft costumes, a creeper costume for me brawlers. Yeah, that I 
I was really experiencing some, I don't know if cognitive dissonance is the right word, <laughs> but it was just really bizarre to see a creeper, which usually kind of doesn't really have any animations, uh-huh. like slugging people, you know, in these I, very dramatic ways. I, I loved when the creeper did like the midair suplex. Yes, that was good. Yeah. Uh, a pig costume for brawlers. <laughs> also great. A diamond armor costume for sword fighters. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we went to non Minecraft stuff like right. uh, Gil from the Tower of Juraga as a sword fighter costume. Mm-hmm. Um, that was DLC for Smash Four, okay. and it's back. A really great looking Bomberman. Yeah, that costume just straight up looks like Bomberman is a character in the game. It's yeah, like, it's like Sans level. You yeah, know, costume, especially because you can give the Bomberman different color. Uh, costumes by changing the color of your me yeah also really great yeah because Um, that's one of the important things is getting to play as like black bomber whoever you like yeah yeah um that's that's a costume for a me brawler right and finally um uh the super smash bros ultimate cross Travis yes. splash on the screen. Not cross no more heroes, but right. cross Travis. For some reason. And Travis Touchdown has been added as a me sword fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Called good, it. Good job, Daniel. Air five. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I, Tra- thought you were gonna, I thought you were gonna say sorry, gamers. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, gamers. Travis Touchdown is a me. Uh yeah, like even when, even when Suda51 was like, no comment, I'm like, oh, cool. He's a me sword fighter. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, yeah, they're they're not putting, um, you know, it's obvious now, but they were never mm. going to put Travis in the game as a fully playable character. Like, right. he's even more niche than Terry is. Yeah. Like, and I think... I feel like the only reason Terry got into the game is that Sakurai loves Terry. Yeah. And <laughs> or yeah, I would just say one of the big reasons. Not yeah. the only reason, of course. Obviously, yeah. Terry has popularity. Yeah, and and actually, Terry was picked by Nintendo and not Sakurai. Right, right. Um, but it certainly I, helped in the design. Yeah. Right? So when Sakurai was like, yeah, I played as Terry all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he played as Iori Yagami specifically. He loved Iori. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can't keep track of Sakurai's uh, King of Fighters lore. Keeping track of Sakurai's King of Fighters lore is what I do. I know. Uh, you're a research man. <laughs> I'm haha meme man. <laughs> you're, you're some kind of man. <laughs> I can't even be haha meme man. <laughs> I'm just some kind you're, of man. Yeah, you're, you're undetermined man. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. Yeah, anytime, man. Yep. Undetermined man. <laughs> uh... Yeah, but like, yeah, but yeah, it's fair to say that Sakurai probably doesn't even like Travis Touchdown that much, and he just like kind of likes Suda Fifty One, right? <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> like that. That always felt more one sided. Like Suda Fifty One always wanted yeah. wanted Travis in the game much more than Nintendo did. Yeah, and then in the meantime, Nintendo was like, "Fine, we'll put him in, but in a way that's stupid." <laughs> Or, you know, it's stupid if you really wanted Travis Touchdown to be a character. Right. I, you know, I think this is great. Like, this is a great way to put Travis in the game. I agree. Um, he's, he's there in his, uh, in his Travis Strikes Back outfit. Right. Um, which, which that's, that's the biggest letdown to me. I think his, uh, original No More Heroes outfit is a bit more iconic. Yeah. Um, what's funny actually is that Amy, uh, who has never played No More Heroes mm-hmm. and, uh, 
and I think there'd be a lot about No More Heroes that Amy would not be a fan of. Yeah. Um was was slightly disappointed to see that Travis was uh huh. was a me. Uh yeah, they thought that uh that like Travis would make a really interesting fully playable character. I mean, that's not untrue. Yeah. Like yeah, I th- I think that uh Terry does have moveset potential. Um Terry have I been saying Terry? No, just just that time for some reason you said oh. Terry. Every other time you said Travis. <laughs> I think Travis does have moveset potential. Yeah, I agree. Um, but also like not more moveset potential than other sword fighters that have already been in the game. Yeah, and I feel like his his re- relevance wanes a little bit every time that game gets delayed. <laughs> yeah, although. <laughs> Although I'm sure the like if they if they were like last time that game got delayed, if Travis was being made into a playable character, it was kinda too late for Nintendo to yes. back out at that point. Right, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this this was not a surprise. I kind of expected this the whole time. Mm-hmm. Which is why I predicted it. Good Ka-chink. job. Ka-chunk. Yeah. Sorry to, to Travis Touchdown fans, obviously. Yeah, of course. Um Hopefully you'll get to enjoy No More Heroes 3 when it comes out in 2089. I think 2021 is when it'll happen. Maybe 2022. Yeah, and I, you know, and of course, I support delaying games over doing Crunch, for instance. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm I, not truly knocking uh, No More Heroes 3 for getting delayed. Yeah, especially in, in this time when, like, everything under the sun is getting delayed. Yeah. And, when... and, and I think should be delayed if it needs it, like... That, you know, CD Projekt Red being like, we had no choice yeah. <laughs> but to do Crunch. No, I was for... just going to say, like, I know we said we weren't going to do Crunch, but we're doing Crunch. <laughs> and actually, people have been telling journalists that we've been doing Crunch for a long time, even before now. And after we said we weren't going to do Crunch, <laughs> we're terrible. <laughs> just just the CEO of CD Projekt Red saying exactly that from, like, a podium. <laughs> Look. If you're gonna buy Cyberpunk 2077, you know if it will bring joy into your life. I'm not. I can't stop you, but just know know what you're doing when you go into it. <laughs> just, I just imagine them like walking into a GameStop and you're just behind, like, wait, no, what? <laughs> like you just like you just like pawing at them desperately. Oh, my hands are covered in grease. Otherwise, I would stop you. <laughs> Why are your hands covered in grease? The, the, the CEO of CD Projekt Red put the grease on me. <laughs> we put crunch in the game because we're terrible. Now, excuse me, I need to grease up Sean Francis. No, not the grease. <laughs> You're getting greased, Stay away Sean. from me, CEO of it's CD Projekt Red. It's time, Shawnee boy. <laughs> I spent all of my CEO money on this grease. <laughs> this bit is nothing. <laughs> uh, it's not too far removed from Buttermouth. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's a spiritual sequel. <laughs> so Trey, yeah, tra- Travis, me costume, then <laughs> me bows. Yep. I love like it's one of my f- favorite whenever meme flash on the screen I'm like oh boy yeah, it's very charming <laughs> yeah. this meme yeah so this time sakurai like just pulled uh a banjo kazooie amiibo just from his butt yes yeah just just banjo kazooie yeah. just coming out of his butt to say hi oh, yo. 
thank you. Yeah. And uh, and then he picked up Byleth from the floor. Right. Only the male version will get an amiibo. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that sucks because the female version, I feel like, is the one that people like. Yeah. <laughs> kind of the more iconic Byleth. I, I, I know that there's some people that hate the female design because it feels like the male design but lazier. Uh well, well, fuck those people. Like, like it's like they made the male design first, and then they right. added girly aspects <laughs> to to that character, but they're out of place. That's that's not unfair. I female Byleth really grew on me, and I feel like also just kind of the Fire Emblem fan community over time because she just seems like a dopey little weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I do like dopey little weirdos. Who doesn't? You know, people. Yeah, I'm sure there's people out there. Yeah. Maybe they're the dopey little weirdos. I mean, you know, I'm I'm glad that Violet's getting an amiibo, of course. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, they deserve it. Uh, Three Houses is a great game. And then uh, it panned, uh, it, it showed Sakura on the screen again on his couch. He's like, wait, are we forgetting someone? <laughs> and then it, like, at the start of the amiibo presentation, there were, like, some Minecraft blocks on the table. Yeah. And after he showed Byleth... The the blocks had been broken, and Terry's amiibo <laughs> was there as if he had broken the blocks down. Yeah, uh, off camera. Uh, and then uh, and then he showed all three amiibo. All three of them will be available sometime in twenty twenty one. Uh, Sekai wonders aloud if a Steve amiibo will be made. Right. <laughs> I think he said something like, "Maybe it will be easier to make that amiibo." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he mentioned that the Fighters Pass is a really good deal. Uh, both Volume 1 and Volume 2, because you can get 11 fighters for less than the cost of the 5 Amiibo uh, in Fighters Pass 1. Yeah. Uh, which, I, I get the intent, but mm-hmm. instead of, like, making fighters, instead of making the fighters passes sound cheap, he just made Amiibo sound really expensive. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It's like, yeah. are you sure that fighters pass is a good deal, or are you just saying that Amiibos aren't a good deal? <laughs> yeah, I have the exact same thought. I say this as a guy that, A, has already bought both fighters passes, and right. B, has, like, about 70 Amiibo. So many goddamn Amiibos in, in his living house. room. So many amiibos <laughs> i i've bought about 20 fighters passes <laughs> that's true worth, worth of, of amiibo. amiibos i'm ashamed to say that i've contributed to that habit by buying him several amiibos for birthdays and christmases you have yeah thank you for squirtle and ivysaur yeah of course yeah and also the big metroid yeah the big metroid mm-hmm. thank you for that big metroid of course um yeah, I think they're both a good deal, but when you compare them, they somehow both sound like worse deals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he then said there are four fighters remaining in Fighters Past 2, and I think this is as good a time as any to revisit our prediction list. All right, let's predicto-rama. So, here are the correct predictions we've made, uh, starting with the Fighters Passes. We've made correct predictions in the past. Uh, before that, like Shovel Knight being an amiibo, like Ridley being playable, but we kind of rebooted with the beginning of Fighters Pass 1. Yeah. So, thus far, we have both predicted correctly uh, Erdrick slash the hero from Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. We predicted the hero as uh, Erdrick, but, you know, I think it's a win yeah. that the hero's in there with an Erdrick costume. I agree. Um. 
Sean predicted Banjo-Kazooie. I did not. Right. Sean predicted Byleth, and I did not. Right. We both predicted Min-Min. Mm-hmm. Although, I feel like with both Air... I feel like with both the hero and Min-Min, I kind of did all the work on that prediction, and you're like, yeah, I'll hop on! All right, um, yeah, I, it's okay. Yeah. We were, you were driving the car, but we both got to the destination. Yeah, you, it's, it's still, it still counts. <laughs> okay. If we're doing points, it so still you, counts as you predicting so it. So you're right. just dragging me for no reason. Yes, I am. I'm dragging your... you for a reason, Sean. <laughs> okay. I do a lot of work on these predictions. I slave over a hot prediction <laughs> oven, and you come and take a bite out of my, my prediction cake. This is like the, what's, what's that fairy tale about the, they're making the and bread. then you're like, well, we're both sitting on the toilet after this cake we both ate. That's not where I was going with this, but okay. <laughs> Wait, what were you? What was your? You know, there's that one where it's like the there's some characters like, oh, will you help me do this chore or that chore? And the fox is like, no. And the bird's like, no. And then she's like, oh, I made this cake. Who will help me eat it? They're like, I'll help you eat it, but you know they don't get any because they didn't help her with the chores. Is yeah. that, there's that little story. <laughs> yeah, it's like that, except you, the fox, still eat the fucking cake. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, and finally, I got a prediction that you didn't. Yeah. Uh, by predicting the Minecrafter, who we now can refer to as Steve. Ugh. If we have to. <laughs> uh, we've also gotten some stuff wrong. Like, yeah. uh, we did not predict Joker. We did not predict Terry. Uh, Sean predicted Sans. Sans? I say Sans. I, I say Sans, too. I think you say Sans because I say Sans. I say Sans because the Comic Sans is his font yeah. in the game. I, th- I think some people say Comic Sans. It's weird. Terrible. Uh, so, Sean uh, Sean predicted Sans as a playable character, but he was a me costume. Yep. And I predicted Heihachi as a playable character, but he was a me costume. Yeah. Which is uh, great, actually. <laughs> I don't know why I, I sighed. It's fantastic. So, uh, so that means there's four characters left to predict. Yeah. Uh, since I predicted Minecrafter, I already have like a list of four. Mm-hmm. And Sean, you have a list of five. I do. Um, so my list right now, and yep. and we can modify this, uh, as we see fit. Mm-hmm. My list right now is Sora from Kingdom Hearts, Agumon from Digimon, Rillaboom from Pokemon. And Crash Bandicoot. Yes. Uh, your list is... Uh, Monster Hunter yeah. from Monster Hunter. Right. Phoenix Wright from the Ace Attorney franchise. Mm-hmm. The Chosen Undead from Dark Souls. Arlie Naja from Puyo Puyo. And Urshifu the Pokemon. Right. So I have to knock one character off here. You have to knock one character off here. And I'm, uh, and one, one thing I'm going to say mm-hmm. is that uh, I've decided that I don't really like that you're... Uh, like the the spirit of this right is that we're predicting the rest of Fighters Pass Two. What we think, yeah, yeah, what we think the rest of Fighters Pass Two is going to look like. And you've you've kind of gamed it gamed it a bit by even though you don't think Monster Hunter and Phoenix right will both be on the same Fighters Pass. Mm-hmm. You you have both of them predicted in case, uh, in case either Monster Hunter or Phoenix Wright, yeah, uh gets gets revealed before you really go off okay i would just like to say that i was planning on removing phoenix right from my list okay and oh and having but, the rest of your list be monster hunter chosen undead arlie Naja, and urshifu or are you gonna move it around a bit more no i'm gonna stick with those four but i will say that i'm not removing it for the dumb stuff you just said whatever I'm just, sean <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just removing it because i don't think phoenix Wright's gonna be in the game okay um i, I frankly i don't really think arlie Naja is gonna be in the game either but i feel like that would be like 
a, a kind of weird left field pick. Yeah. Whereas Phoenix Wright is just, you know, that, that ship has probably sailed. Right. I think I might make a change. Okay. Um, I'm feeling less like Rillaboom's going to be in there. Okay. I think that's, yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, they could do another first party character, mm-hmm. but Minecrafter makes me feel like this this fighter's pass is going to be a pretty big one. Okay. You know, like I think there's going to be some characters in this pass that are a big deal. Right, sure. Um I was actually thinking about removing Crash, but I I feel more strongly now that Crash is going to be in the fighter's pass. Okay. Um and when he does get revealed, he'll be revealed alongside a switch port of uh, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Okay, that makes sense. And that also kind of really solidifies my Sora prediction also. Like, Sora's... Right. Like, Sora's gonna be a big deal. Yeah, that'd be and, big news. Yeah. Uh, but... But a character besides Rillaboom, um, I think I'm a little torn. Okay. Right now, I think I'm between either the Monster Hunter, okay. joining you on that. Sure. Or Tracer from Overwatch. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I think, you know, as as tempting as it is for me to just be like, oh, well, you the Monster Hunter, uh, I, I think there's valid, you know, there's validity to both choices. Yeah, I think... I think some enough time has passed where... Where people have be, forgotten about... <laughs> yeah, yeah, pe- people have forgotten about Blizzard being shit, whether or not they should have forgotten. Yeah. Um, and, uh... I kind of forgot about Blizzard after that. Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, N- Nintendo has since shown that they will still collaborate with Chinese companies that are on the wrong side of that. Yeah. Uh, like Tencent. Mm-hmm. Um... And I had that conspiracy theory a while back about how maybe Tracer was in the works for Fighters Pass 1. Right. But got canceled and replaced with Byleth mm-hmm. after all that controversy. Yeah. I now think that maybe Tracer wasn't canceled but moved to Fighters Pass 2 sure. to see if things would blow over. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, I, I think I'm predicting Tracer. Like, yeah. over, Overwatch representation, like, you know, like... Overwatch is on the Switch. Uh, like Overwatch Two is currently in the works, which will kind of like may maybe Overwatch's relevance is kind of like kind of been like kind of downward lately. Sure, but I think Overwatch Two's like promotion and release will bring that right back up. So maybe sometime in twenty twenty one we'll get that we'll get that Tracer DLC. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. Um. People have said uh, there there uh, there was a Jeff Kaplan AMA a while back mm-hmm. uh, where someone was like, if uh, if uh, Overwatch character was Smash DLC, who do you think it would be? And Jeff just openly said Tracer, and people <laughs> were saying that was a deconfirmation because he'd be under NDA. Mm. But uh, that Steve person, yeah, that's that person talking about Minecraft Steve, right? right? Like, yeah, that's true. yeah. Um, I mean, it feels kind of obvious that it'd be Tracer. He's not really spoiling anything. Right, no. Um, I I guess maybe Reaper would be a possibility. But I, I was just thinking that, like, there's no way just because he's, like, evil and he's got shotguns, you know? Yeah, I like, mean, I mean Tracer, there's, there's yeah. not no way. Right. But I just feel like Tracer is a bit kind of a sunnier and more Smash-appropriate choice. Yeah, and, like, just... just like a like a no brainer like female representation. Pick, yes, you know. Yeah. yeah. 
and she'd be the first out lesbian in Smash, which is great. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I have my suspicions about Samus. Yeah. But the, obviously, the, there's the, the been no hard confirmed. The only reason that Samus Aran is straight is because the writers of the Metroid franchise are cowards. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's no straight explanation for Samus Aran. <laughs> So okay, cool. So our 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 prediction list for the rest of Fighters Pass Two, as it currently stands, is for me Sora, Agumon, Tracer, and Crash Bandicoot. And for me, Monster Hunter, Chosen Undead, Arlie Naja, and Urshifu. That's that's an eclectic list. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm I'm going out there. Yeah. Who do you think is the least likely on my list? Least likely on your list, probably. Um, Honestly, like, Arle Nodge is weird enough mm-hmm. that I could see it happening. Chosen Undead is just, like, between, <laughs> like, he's, he like, Chosen Undead is is, is not too weird, yeah. but it's also not too likely, so it's just in kind of that middle ground where I think that makes him the least likely. That's fair. I think that it's definitely possible also that, like, there will be Soulsborne representation, but it won't be the Chosen Undead. And so in that uh, sense, I won't get it right. Right. But, but like, I'm not going to go, like, I don't think, for instance, it's going to be, like, Solaire of Astoria. Uh, the yeah. Praise the Sun guy. Like, I don't think it's going to be that guy, for oh, instance. Oh, you know what? Let me look something up real quick. Okay. And if I'm right about this, I will give you permission to... To give your list a little tweak. Oh, okay. Okay. For a second, I thought that maybe there was a Dark Souls Spirit event uh, in Smash Bros. Ultimate already. Okay. It had, like, Solera of Astoria and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't appear that there has been yet. Okay. So there's still hope for you yet. All right. But also, I think that if Dark Souls ends up in Smash Bros. in any way, it's going to be as a Spirit event. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Can I tell you who I think your most least likely character is? Is it Agumon? It is, unfortunately. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I I appreciate the love that you have for Digimon and for Agumon, but I just my instinctive read on that is that like that franchise is mostly popular with like a subset of weebs that is small enough that it would surprise you, right? Um, and so like just. It, it 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 would just particularly coming from Nintendo. I just think that it would be kind of strange. Agumon would be the Terry of Fighters Pass Two. Yes, exactly. That's, that's yeah. my stance on that. That's <laughs> that, that's why I'm keeping him in there because uh-huh. because you're right. Digimon is like if the rest of my list comes true, if my whole list comes true, Digimon would be the least popular franchise on that list. Yeah, but Digimon remains an incredibly iconic and historically important franchise to gaming. That's true. Uh, just like King of Fighters. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And Fatal Fury. And to be clear, yeah, I'm I'm not knocking Digimon. Yeah. yeah I think Digimon's very cool. Yeah. Um, in particular, when you were playing Cyber Sleuths and I was watching you. Yeah. Really cool game. Very cool game. But yeah, I just, I and don't yeah, know. And yeah, Digimon Survive coming on 2021, mm-hmm. maybe. It's still slated for 2020 and they haven't been talking <laughs> about it. But we we know we know twenty twenty one is happening. But uh, my my guts telling me no Agumon, and that's a shame. Yeah, my my guts trying to tell me no on Agumon, honestly. But I I, I refuse to listen to my gut on <laughs> okay, this one. That's fair. Be, yeah, because I think, yeah, because also, Fighters Passes like to kind of mix up like like Smash roster releases like to have variety on a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. You want to have variety on like 
uh, on like franchise genre and like tone and that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Like like Fighters Pass One was. Uh, you had like a cool edgy character in Joker, <laughs> uh, right? You had a, uh, you had like a just a very cool like historical, uh, but like fantasy character in Hero. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had like a goofy kind of like mascotty character in right. Banjo Kazooie. Uh, then you had like kind of a like a sexy badass in Terry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then you had Byleth. That that whole Fighters Fest was very anime, actually. Now that I'm uh, yeah, about that's, it, yeah, that's true. It was very anime, anime and banjo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I think I think we're gonna get like a lot of badass in this fighter's pass okay. and i think agumon will help them mix it up with a little bit of cute sure okay i can see it yeah yeah i'm yeah agumon will be on my list until <laughs> fighter's pass is over or until he gets revealed as a me costume that's fair yeah or until there's a digimon spirit event that has agumon in it right oh i could see that happening mm. oh that would break my heart I'm not even that big of a Digimon fan. <laughs> like, You're just very invested in this pick. Yeah, like I, I think it. Yeah, I just think it would be an amazing pick. Like, sure. like Digimon Cyber Sleuth. Uh, the first like, uh, you know, like Cyber. Yeah, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth is like the one Digimon game I've played so far. Right. Uh, when Survive comes out, that'll be the second Digimon mm-hmm. game I've played. I want to play more Digimon games. <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm not even that. Uh, oh, I'm also. I also really want that that physical Digimon card game that's coming out. Ah, so. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but other than that, <laughs> I guess maybe I'm turning into a Digimon fan. Okay, I want to watch that new anime that came out too, <laughs> the Digimon Adventure <laughs> reboot anime. Wow, that's, yeah, like that seems pretty cool. Like very well animated. Daniel the Digi Digi Destined. That's hard to say. <laughs> I mean, Digi Destined. Like I'm. I'm like up to my torso in Yu-Gi-Oh. Like this, this isn't this isn't off-brand. For no, me. no, no, not at all. Yeah, but uh, you do have a way of like glomming on to animes that I think are stupid. <laughs> why? Why do you think Digimon's stupid? I mean, the original one it hasn't aged well. <laughs> the original one is not aged well, especially not the dub. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, when Agumon sounds like hello, I'm Agumon for some fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember watching the first episode of the dub mm-hmm. when I was like twenty six, mm-hmm. and uh, and there's just a bit where the Digimon are like, "Yeah, we're Digimon. <laughs> we can be cool." And then one of them just goes, "We can be funny." <laughs> ha! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, that man. stuck with me, I guess. Okay. Anyway, that's uh that's our Digimon tangent for the episode. Yep. Uh Yeah, th- th- that's that's fair. Agumon's least likely is fair cuz yeah. So you th- so you think that Sora's got a good shot at this point, huh? I have better shot than Agumon. <laughs> the 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 amount of rudeness that just <laughs> emanated off that response. Look, I think Sora is palpable. I think Sora would be a very cool addition to the roster of Smash Bros. Yeah, you just don't I, have that much faith in Disney. I just think that, yeah, he's, like, Sora is tied up with Disney and tied up with Square Enix at the same time. Yeah. That is a recipe for rights disaster. Yeah. Like, that, I think that it's too much. Yeah, I, 
yeah i i respect that i totally respect cool. that uh but yeah, as, as I've said before, I think he's just so anticipated at this point that Nintendo's just going to fucking go for it. <laughs> I, I hope they do. Yeah. I, I'd really love playing as Sora in this game. Oh, yeah, it'd be awesome. Uh, all right, so uh, back to the end of the presentation. Yeah. Um, Sakurai talked about the the small update that he that went up a little while back. Mm-hmm. We talked about it on the pod already. It had small battlefield and all that stuff. Yeah. And finally, I think this was I think this was a reveal. I think this is the first announcement of this. Sakurai mentions that Smash Ultimate has now sold over 20 million copies worldwide. Wow. Yeah. So back when we were like, it'll never do that. <laughs> we were wrong. I don't think we said it I don't think we said it would never oh, do right, that. Right. But yeah, we we were unsure. We were, we were we were haters. Yeah. Yeah, we were we were very confident that it would be the best-selling Smash Bros yeah. to date, but we just were not willing to commit to that 20 million. And here we are. Yeah, here 20, we are. 20 million and counting. Now it's time to get 20 million subscribers to this podcast, guys. Woo! What do it. <laughs> Smash that subscribe get, button. Get, get, stop that. Get, 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 get out of here. Uh, <laughs> how how big of a spike do you think the Minecraft DLC is going to be for Smash Ultimate? How um, many people do you think will buy a copy of Smash Ultimate to get to the Minecraft DLC? An additional million copies. I was thinking that too. Yeah. yeah. I I think I think if there's any way we can like get a metric, like <laughs> I yeah, I think there'll be a minimum of like. Like after Steve's release, and we get that fiscal report, I think there will be a million, a minimum of twenty-one million sales for Smash Ultimate. I yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like actually, a a lot of a lot of people that we interact with, a lot of our of our community, has just mentioned that like, you know, they weren't really feeling Steve, but their kids are fucking pumped. Yes, yeah. yeah. We we had a couple of people in the Discord say like, my kids recognized that it was Steve before I did. Yeah, yeah. So. Let's open some listener mail. All right. I got it. I got the mail. I forgot I was going to try to stop you from doing I got the mail for you, Daniel. (laughs) You'd be grateful. I wish you wouldn't. (laughs) Vinnaber on Twitter says, That was the first time I was actually speechless watching a trailer. (laughs) If this was a proper E3 trailer, everyone everyone would have lost their minds. That is true. Yeah, just yeah. just imagine that being like the 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 directs, like oh, the, yeah. the E3 directs, like reveal. Yeah, no, I mean the the you know the hall, the 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 sort of uh, auditorium would be absolutely going absolutely nuts. Yeah, no, even just like <laughs> even just like that is a digital direct, just mm-hmm. like everyone like scheduled, everyone just watching like the E3 presentation. <laughs> yeah, right? that's it's true. Like, oh, cool, Breath of the Wild two looks great. Oh, <laughs> ooh, here's the Smash logo. Uh-huh. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. What you guys missed was Daniel intensely vibrating as he said that. <laughs> I mean, I think they felt it. <laughs> I see. I think they felt me vibrating. Well, now you know for sure. Uh, thanks, Vin. Thanks, thanks Vin. Not and Freak on Twitter says, I have never played Minecraft. Makes sense that it gets representation. We'll probably try him out, but don't think he's my style. Monster Hunter and Sora seem to be my only predictions now that Travis has become highly unlikely, especially with the game delay. Overall, I feel like this character is even less emotionally significant to me because they're an <laughs> Avatar character in a sandbox game. 
Also, just finished watching Kill a Kill and now totally understand why Daniel is Mako and Sean is Gamagori. <laughs> thanks, Not in Freak. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you know what's wild is that, like, Sean has mentioned in the past that uh, I remind him of, of Mako Mori. Not Mako Mori. Mako Mankanchuku. Ma- Mako Mankanchuku. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> From Kill a Kill, Mako yeah. Mori is a Pacific Rim character. Oh, I see. Uh, I uh, Yeah, he said that I reminded him of Mako, but neither of us mentioned that Sean is analogous to Gamagori yeah, in this scenario. <laughs> he, he just... He just kid assigned you Gamagori. <laughs> I'll take that. I like Gamagori. <laughs> He's a cool character. Is isn't there like isn't there like a like a Mako Gamagori ship or something? Uh yes. Yeah, there yeah. is. Uh, but to be clear, not in real life. <laughs> just so you guys know. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's kind of like there's a Mako Gamagori ship and then there's a Mako Ryuko ship. Right, uh, I think because of things that happen in both cases in the anime. Right, and I I think everyone in this apartment is is on the 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 Mako Ryuko train. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I haven't even watched Kill a Kill, and that's the train <laughs> I'm on. Uh, um, but yes, yeah. Re- you know, regarding your thoughts about Steve, um, obviously I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, this is this is a fair stance to have. Uh, not in freak. Uh, it's it's funny that not in freak is like a fusion of us. Having <laughs> predicted both Monster Hunter and Sora. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Don Freak. Yeah, thanks. Pika ED sends us an email. All right. Hey there, Daniel and Sean. Long time no email. <laughs> Finally, the moment has arrived after the longest wait between reveals in a Smash game reveal cycle. So far, we have the star of the best-selling game in the world, Steve joining the Super Smash Bros. This is the one character that I was really hoping for since Smash Ultimate was first announced, and I'm so excited to play them next week. They look so fun to play with all the mechanics from Minecraft. I always felt they would bring some stuff like building, mining, or crafting, but to get them all at the same time, (laughs) it is truly amazing. Plus, love being able to drop an anvil cartoon style on opponents. (laughs) I know you guys have been ambivalent on having Steve in Smash, even going as far as saying that a generic Minecrafter should be added before him. Uh, You sort of got it your way with Steve bringing Alex, a zombie, and an Enderman with him. But I felt so vindicated seeing Steve's splash screen in the trailer. Regarding the music, uh, mm-hmm. the picks that we have heard so far are solid, and it's cool we got themes from the mobile game. Uh, and it's cool that we got themes from the mobile game, Minecraft Earth, Minecraft Dungeons, and the minigame mode from the Legacy Console Edition of Minecraft. But it's a bummer that the Smash team couldn't pull any tracks from the main Minecraft game. I find it fairly odd that Sakurai said it was impossible to include tracks from the original game as they were too relaxing when there's a remix of Holland from Minecraft Dungeon when the original sounds like this. And he provides a link. Oh, okay. Um, and I listened to it uh, off mic mm-hmm. and it's it's very chill. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to stay in the final cut, but I'll... I'll... Sure. That does sound like some classic <laughs> Minecraft shit. All right. Anyway, yeah, I've like a like yeah, that's that's so fucking like mm-hmm. like like laid back and and B, I I kind of love that theme. No, it's re- it's really nice. Yeah, um, 
anyway, back to back to uh, Pika Ed's email. Uh, apparently, in the Japanese voiceover, Sakurai said the tracks weren't included for various reasons. Mm. Maybe there's a licensing issue with C418 or something. Right. Also, it's weird that he said they have a well-balanced mix of battle tumble and glide themes, despite having no themes from the tumble minigame, <laughs> one glide theme, and three battle themes. Okay. If they couldn't add tracks from the original game because of some issue with C418, still would have liked for them to add at least these two tracks, Double Time from the Tumble minigame and Pig Step uh, from Celeste composer Lena Rain. Oh, that's cool. Some miscellaneous Minecraft stuff. The Caves and Cliffs update for Minecraft looks so cool with the new caves, mountains, mobs, ores, and new mechanics. It's almost as exciting as having Minecraft and Smash. <laughs> Did you guys also look up that transforming sword that Sakurai pulled out to see if you could get one for yourself, <laughs> only to be disappointed by high eBay prices? Or was that just me? Uh, Finally. I know the Patreon subscribers put you up to it, but I'm so glad Sean is playing Undertale again. Aww. I was behind on Smashing Theory episodes when part 5 was uploaded. So it was a nice surprise having that pop up on my feed. I'll catch episode 14 after finishing this email. Looking forward to Sean finishing off the Metaton fight. Any chance of Sean playing Deltarune on the channel if he finishes Undertale? Yeah, I'm up for it. Ooh, sure. Ooh. That, that's short so far, right? Yeah, uh, it's, it's only one part, and I think I think Amy and I beat that in like three hours. Okay, yeah, gotta gotta find out what happens in Deltarune. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, if only we got Shibi Robo or a Rhythm Heaven rap <laughs> from Pika Ed on Twitter. This took a while to write up. I'm hoping I make it in the episode. Well, you sure <laughs> did. Uh, and thanks for writing. Yeah, thanks, Pika Ed. Good to hear from you again. Yes. Uh. I'm I'm really glad we got some like positive Minecraft takes. Yes, I uh, agree. from from a fan. Like it's it's cool to see the excitement. You know, yeah, that... and, and you know, I mean, I I should say uh, that I even though I personally did not want Steve to be in the game, I'm happy that people are happy. Yeah. Like my goal is never to like sh truly shit on people. <laughs> For wanting a particular character in a game. Sometimes they do that for a gag. Sometimes they do that to Daniel. You know, but I... <laughs> <laughs> but, if I mean, if you really love Steve, if you really love the hero from Dragon Quest or any other character that I've complained about, I have no ill will toward you personally. And I just want to make that abundantly clear. <laughs> Unless you're Daniel. <laughs> but go ahead and listen to this episode again. <laughs> and see if, see if that comes off at all. Yeah, I totally yeah. will. Yeah, I, yeah, I did a great job. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah. Also, uh, thanks for shouting out my Undertale playthrough. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm actually going to be after I'm done like recording an, a bonus episode with Daniel about my thoughts on the game, which will be on the Patreon. Yes, uh, Patreon.com/slash/BeatBoopGroup. Yeah, uh, but, which is also the reason we we did the whole that whole thing in the first place, the whole yes. Undertale thing. Uh, but you know, just. I, I'll say that, like, I, I'm i probably more ambivalent about Undertale than your average person who's played Undertale, but there's right. still been stuff that I've enjoyed, and I've had a lot of fun recording that LP, so yeah, I'm I've, glad that people are watching. I have had fun watching your playthrough, cool. I, I'm, which I'm glad. I'm glad that I am because I'm paying you to do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it is appreciated, Daniel. <laughs> uh, next time on A Smashing Theory... Just that. 
Uh, I have a feeling that within the next two or three weeks, uh, we're going to get another partner showcase. Okay. And of course, we will also talk about Minecraft Steve. Right. Uh, being in the game proper and us playing through uh, his and Alex's classic mode and all that yeah. stuff. Um, so it'll probably be kind of a grab bag. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be some Nintendo announcements to talk about. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about our Steve gameplay experiences. So really, uh, similarly, just send us whatever you want, mm-hmm. either via tweet at a smashing theory, follow us while you're at it, a uh, please. Uh, and, uh, and an email. Uh, you can also email us at smashing theory at gmail.com. I really appreciate that you just transformed into Roger Rabbit for 0.5 <laughs> seconds there. <laughs> I'm not going to do a full-on Roger impression. I'm going to crash and burn if I go for it. I know I am. <laughs> it's really hard to do that when yeah. you're smiling. Please. Ooh. Oh, now I now I got it. Please. Yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah. Please. Making that like noise that's yeah. difficult to do. Please. <clears throat> Yeah. So we did that. Please, Bob Hoskins. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Jessica Rabbit. Oh, hey, okay. Yeah. Papa, please. Yeah, that that was a little terrible-tastic. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I, I fucked that up. By the way, I don't know what that voice was. Terrible-tastic. <laughs> Would you hit a man with glasses? Oh yeah, you hit a guy with glasses. <laughs> I'm very smart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yep. uh yeah just just send the stuff we'll we'll talk about it on on the pod um oh yeah uh quickie forgot to mention this we made some uh hyrule warriors 2 predictions yeah we predicted that impa would be playable right impa's playable yeah also predicted that her older sister uh, Pura might be playable. Mm-hmm. Um, a trailer released the morning we're recording mm-hmm. um, that shows her in the game. <laughs> uh, and she's got like this. Uh, she is older. Okay. Uh, kind of. She. It's funny. She still looks kind of like teen ish, even hmm. though she's supposed to be like Impa's older sister, but she's got like this great punk aesthetic. Okay. Um, and, uh, and her husband question mark from breath of the wild who's you know this very like old looking very short uh sheikah character uh who i did not predict okay uh for hyrule warriors 2 uh he is a younger version of him is also in hyrule warriors 2 (laughs) and he's fucking hot (laughs) okay yeah uh like, you know, pure is like if Ashika had the punk aesthetic, mm-hmm. uh, her husband, question mark, right, uh, is if Ashika just fucking fused with, like, David Bowie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so those characters were, were shown off. We don't know if Pura and, and Hot Husband are playable, <laughs> uh, but I feel like... Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they'll just be important NPCs. Yeah, but like, why not make them playable? Why not yeah. stick them in there? Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll we'll talk about more stuff in in two or three weeks. Yeah. If if stuff's really slow and we really get no news, it'll be three weeks. <laughs> but maybe if the 
the maybe if the developer showcase just goes up like before I'm done editing this episode, <laughs> we'll talk about it in a, in one week. We'll, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, so you'll hear the next Smashing Theory episode in one, two, or three weeks. <laughs> see you then. Who knows? And in the meantime, I hope you have a. <laughs> <laughs> Now if you'll excuse me, I have to go find the will to toot down with my best friend, Eddie Valiant. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Special thanks. Special thanks. Special thanks to Lonald. Thanks, Lonald. Lonald, I feel like Minecraft is probably not your bag. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it is. I'm going to say it's not. But maybe it is. Yeah, I think it's often the case that, like, I'll find out that Lonald's into something or another. I'll be like, oh, okay. Wasn't expecting that, but that's cool. And actually, in hindsight, it really suits you. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's fair. (laughs) And really, if he said it was, if he, like, came out and was like, yeah, I, I've been playing Minecraft for 17 years. <laughs> right. I've, yeah, I would say exactly what you just said, yeah. Uh, spe- and also, where'd you get your time machine? <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks to Neumph. Thanks, Neumph. Oh, I love your stickers that you put on Etsy, Neumph. I love visiting your farm in the countryside. Where did I, this come from? I love... When you tell me I'm good at being a slinky dog, cause you're Woody. <laughs> Alright, thank okay. you, man. Special thanks. Special thanks yeah. to my fiance, Amy Lee. Thanks, Amy Lee. Yeah, boy, I'm ready to see you, cause recording went long. I'm ready to make a sandwich. <laughs> And then eat it, because I'm hungry. <laughs> this is the special thanks segment for my fiancé. Thanks, uh, you know. <laughs> Just in general. <laughs> Excuse me, I gotta get through the rest of these special thanks so that I can make a sandwich and eat it. Special thanks <laughs> to Mr. Cool Red Luigi. Woohoo! Okay, yeah. Yeah, fortunately, I already was was doing Roger Rabbit, so I was, like, up there already. <laughs> it was just easy to step up into my falsetto. Who would win in a fight? <laughs> Mario or Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Well, Roger Rabbit can't be killed unless you use dip, and Mario would not have that. So Roger <laughs> Rabbit... What's my dip? <laughs> Roger Rabbit would just, like, win the battle of attrition. Oh, no, I Mar- should have forgotten some like, dip. Mario would die of exhaustion, and Roger Rabbit would be like... <laughs> I'm still here. Oh, Luigi made the nachos the other night, and I said, no, thank you, Luigi. I'm I'm going out to fight Roger Rabbit. <laughs> oh, no, Mario, you gotta take the nachos. They got dip. <laughs> Who fucking cares no. about your dip, Luigi? Uh, look, I like a dip, but this is the time. <laughs> <laughs> No, you thought it was bad. I got to go. I got to go, Luigi. I got to... You always try to make me put your dip to various locations. 
thanks, thanks, Mr. Core and Luigi. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Special thanks to Cool Game. Thanks, Cool Game. That, 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 thanks, Cool Game. No! Thanks, Cool Game. Thanks. Special thanks. Thanks, Cool Game. Yeah, thanks. You, you keep getting this. I hope you like it. Yeah. Special thanks to uh, Vinny G. Thanks, Vinny G. The G stands for good, 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 because you always send us those cool, good questions. Thanks, Vinny. <laughs> thanks, Thank man. you so much. I really appreciate it. Special thanks to Vinnebur. <laughs> I appreciate your cool, cool, cool uh, tweet that you sent at us. wasn't even really a question. Yeah. But it was nice to read. You sent us more tweet stuff, and I liked reading those, too. Yeah. And we had to cut some stuff for time. We always like reading tweets, though. Yeah, but especially from people that special think we do with them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if you wanted a special think we do with you, uh, give us $20, please. Yeah, maybe for the next one, I can just always special thank them as Roger Rabbit. <laughs> maybe don't send us 20 <laughs> Please send us $20. Yeah, if, please. If you, if you would like to do that, we would love that. If thank you're you. so inclined. Yeah. Yes. If you are so inclined, send us the $20 ooze. Yes. Well... I'm f- I'm I'm uh I'm out of juice. All right. Me too. Good. Thanks for the juice everybody. Yeah. Special yes. goodbye. $20 juice. Expensive <laughs> juice. Good special goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>